0: Good evening and welcome back to another edition of Lifestyles of Love with your girls, Chris and Vic. I'm Chris. I'm Vic. And tonight we're here with another Eastsider from way back. It's Our girl Angie. Say hey, Angie. How's it going? She's here all the way from Austin, Texas tonight to talk about... Exploring your sexuality and all the um the facets that come along with that. Cause as I was reading, there's a lot that comes with exploring your sexuality. So we're gonna get into it. Generally, we know Angie from high school. Uh we all graduated mm-hmm. from Las Vegas High, class 04. Oh four. Oh, no. I think that was our slogan, but maybe it wasn't. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes none, nonetheless we are so grateful you're here Angie thank you for coming
1: it's my absolute pleasure I'm so excited to be here Yay!
0: <laughs> so um I didn't have a whole lot of like idea about this particular topic necessarily I mean I feel like I've talked about this just amongst my queer gay lesbian friends like in general but not in any kind of specific way. So Vic, do you have any kind of definition? Do you have um, an idea of what exploring your sexuality
2: means? Um, I do not. I would just imagine that means, you know, well, I guess I would just imagine that means, you know, what do you like? Uh, what would be your um, orientation? Who are you were attracted to? Who do you like to have sex with? What kind of sex do you like to have? Um, yeah, what, what kind of things do you like to do during sex? Is that all the time? Is that some of the time? And um, yeah, do you like to be sober? Do you like to be drunk? Do you like a mix? Mm-hmm. You know, all of these, all of these things I would imagine.
0: Yeah. You put a, you put a lot out there. What do you, how do you feel about that Angie? Do you have a, do you have a tidbit to add to that before I give just.
1: No, I, I totally agree okay. with Vic. I, I think it's the, the wide spectrum from, Right, you know, the kind of what kind of genders do you want to sleep with? To what kind of, you know, just broadening it, like what kind of sex you want? Are you more of vanilla side? Do you want to explore some other sides and you know the various kinks and lifestyles that go with that?
2: Yes. So yeah. do you? But how how do you identify the people that you sleep with, or you know, based off the people you sleep with? How do you identify yourself? Um,
1: I, I, I identify as queer. Um. Mm-hmm. I I mostly sleep with men, um, and most of my romantic relationships are with men. Um, I do occasionally sleep with women, but I'm very particular about the women I sleep with. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, it's, um, there are some times where I really just want to be wrapped up in masculine energy, that very Mm. traditional masculine energy, but then there's other times I want feminine energy and that softness and sweetness. And so that's what I seek out too. So, um, yeah, it's, I know, it's kind of, it's very mood dependent. Well, do you ever
2: find, do you find that you find like feminine energy in men and then masculine energy in women also?
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, but also I I know what I'm attracted to. Um and yeah, I'm attracted to very masculine looking men okay. and and then very feminine looking women. So okay.
0: Love it. Um so the definition I had that was like kind of in a general way, um was saying that exploring your sexuality was continually seeking out knowledge of your unique preferences and desires and equally important it means gaining knowledge on what experiences or characteristics you don't want your sex life to include um so that's i think the point of the exploration and then in like a bigger broader term there's like the things that vic was talking about like who are you sexually attracted to? Who are you romantically attracted to? What's your preferred relationship structure? How you like to be touched? The time of day you like sex? Your erotic content preferences? Um, your beliefs about sex in general? Your kinks and your fetishes? And then your past sexual experiences? And beyond. So.
2: So Angie, if you don't mind me asking. Sure. Um, at what age did you start having sex?
1: Um... I was a very late bloomer mm-hmm. okay. um I didn't have penetrative sex with a man until I was and twenty four um, wow. yeah i mm-hmm. i I had really bad confidence issues growing up oh. and and I never thought I was attractive um until a series of interesting events happened in my life mm-hmm. and I realized I grew up in a, a very Monocultural bubble that was very much like if you don't look this way you're not you're not considered attractive um 24 i was 24 years old
0: so you weren't were you exploring the sexuality or, or exploring your sexuality with women like in your younger years before that or was it at the same time that you started to have sexual relationships with men
2: like so high school college no mm-hmm. i
1: mean in in high school i mean i had a crush on everybody in high school i just i thought everybody was amazing um, i don't think no i think i was just like mesmerized by you crystal because you were just like you were friends with everybody and you were cool and i'm just like and yeah i when i think about like all the popular people i wanted to be like in high school i thought about you and then for like victoria victoria and i go like way back and i'm when I think about Tor- yeah, when I think about Victoria, I think about, like, how much you love Leo DiCaprio and Titanic. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so that's what I think about um, when I think about you two. But, yeah, um, I had a crush on everybody in high school and then in college, too. But I was, like, so just I had no game or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, I moved to New York City and and... Oh the early like right at the end of uh 2010 and new york city was a completely different vibe than the west coast oh my god oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i mean Chris, were we there I, at the time? I don't think so i think you were there after i was but oh um god. new york changed my life because i Thank thought you. you had to look a certain way in order to be considered attractive and i never looked that way so i thought i was hideous and then new york changed me Mm. in new york i learned i was hot and that was just like click something in my head oh yeah
0: absolutely
1: oh i never i i got hit on all the time and then finally when i decided to lose my virginity it was this guy i met at a bar he and i was like fuck it it doesn't have to be special your first time it can it it can just be what it is and so Mm -hmm. he asked if I wanted to come over so I went over to his place and we we had sex and I told him I was a virgin and he's like you were quiet but other than that like it was great and I'm like
0: (laughs) all right you were quiet but other than that well yeah I was quiet yeah I mean well
2: did you guys sorry don't have sex again no, no, we never hooked up
1: again, um, really took his advice to heart, and so I try not to be quiet anymore, but yeah, it was, living in New York City did something to my confidence level that was like, just, that's great, blew up, and yeah, so I,
2: are we, are we still there at that confidence level?
1: <laughs> no, but Austin's weird, Austin's not New York, but it's also not like Vegas, or like the West Coast, so it's,
0: mm. yeah, oh, really into that um <laughs> so i think there's also something to make sure that i out, outline here that uh sexual like self-identification not like your current or your past relationship or your sexual history determines your sexual orientation because i think well, when people even think about sexuality they, they're thinking about their sexual orientation like who they prefer to have sex with that's the general idea that i think that most people who aren't into like all of the terminology and into all the mm-hmm. eccentricities of sexuality and queerism and gay and straight and whatever. Like they would just think if you say sexuality, they would think who are you sleeping with, who do you sure, like, sure,
1: sure, right? Yeah, um, I mean, sexuality can be incredibly fluid.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I even though I identify as queer, there was a one point in my life that I I only wanted to date women, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's completely different now. Like I'm at a place where I I want to be in a kind of like a heteronormative relationship with, with just a straight man. Um, but yeah, even like, I think about like just me being queer and all like the different people I've been attracted to, I, it definitely has like, you know, more feminine energy, more masculine energy, more just, you know, neutral. So
2: <clears throat> do you find that it's that way because your you know your biological clock may be ticking
1: sometimes I do definitely, but not, also i I have recently discovered I probably won't be a mother in the traditional sense okay.
2: um we've talked about that yeah, yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. um i I love kids i mm-hmm. i thought i I thought one day I would be a mom, but it I don't think it's gonna work out the way I want it to um so my my thing right now is just I just want to find someone I like hanging out with and mm. the whole biological clock thing is just it's not it's not a thing for me anymore. Like I think if, if I really wanted to have kids, I I would be like a badass foster mom. Mm-hmm.
2: Um
1: I just wouldn't the biological clock thing is like completely also totally over my head. I I'm like all right, I'm probably never going to get pregnant, which is fine kids will be my life eventually I just don't know how yet
2: yeah I just I hate it because we're at that age you know where you know we are getting older and the people just ask the questions you know you don't have any kids Why are you...? I was like bro you're like you do not know my life you mm-hmm. do not know my body like and I don't think that they mean to be you know like a, I don't think they say that with like malicious intent but it's like that's very personal and people just assume because you're a woman that you know, it's supposed it's supposed to happen. It's gonna happen. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally agree.
1: I think a lot of like our our elders see kids as a blessing, which they are sometimes. Yeah. Um, and they worry about you know things that are important, and yes, they do have weight like lineage and and you know legacy. But then also, I know how some people are also scared about passing on you know other legacies. I think about this all the time. Like what what traumas would I eventually pass into my future children? Mm-hmm. Um, I I think about like all like the different things I want to shut down. This generation is going to shut down with me because I don't want to pass any of like my, my parents or my grandparents' trauma onto my future children. I, I, I think it's that is such a sensitive question. I understand why people ask it though, because those, you know, the things that I listed were very much important. But also I try to give people grace because I think about, like, my mom. My mom is in her, her early 60s. And she, her generation just, that's what they grew up with. They try, didn't really know any better. Like, you ask, hey, when you're going to have kids, you know? Mm-hmm. But, then, but that's what they grew up with. That's, like, how they they were brought up. That's how they were told to start conversations. They don't know any different. So I try to give them, like, people like that a little bit more grace.
2: Understood. Understood. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a relationship with a man and a woman simultaneously? Yes. Time? Okay. How did that work out?
1: Um we were together in a triad. Um Okay. And I was initially dating the guy first and then he brought in the woman and we just got okay. along really well and yeah we're we're great. Um we didn't last long together as a th- like a throuple, a throuple. But um yeah we we broke up and then me and and the woman were were still really good friends. I hit her okay. up on instagram all the time
2: oh
0: awesome. okay so how was that for you was was that a good point for you to explore well from from every perspective i guess um explorable
1: i guess i mean I didn't really think of it as something like a like a big like exploration adventure okay. kind of thing. It was very. It just felt like the thing to do at the moment.
0: Um, you
1: just yeah, it, it. I mean, it was
0: fun. You went with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Let's see what happens. But mm-hmm. I, I feel, feel like
0: we're supposed to do. I feel these. This is what we're supposed to do when it comes to just figuring it all out, whether you're so actively natural. exploring it or if it's just. I'm just gonna go with this. I'm just gonna go with the feelings. The feelings mm-hmm. are they're feeling good. You know, it doesn't have to always be this. I'm making a declaration of my sexuality and this is what it is forever. You know for what sure. I mean? It's like, you know, we have to like hit the force or something. It's, it's not, I feel mm-hmm. like there's a lot of, there's a lot of gray. There's a lot of, there's a lot of soft cushion on all these labels that you don't even have to have a label. I mean, you can be label in this day and age, right? No, no I, to- I totally
1: agree. I, I think everybody just wants to have that label so they have that sense of belonging.
0: Yes. Which is totally fine.
1: It's valid. Um, but it's also it's okay to know it, not exactly what you want or not feel like you exactly. you're solidified in your choices. I mean there there are days where I feel like I'm like one hundred percent straight. I just I mm-hmm. I wanna have sex with cis men. Mm-hmm. But then but then like, you know, a year later I'm just like I There is a really cute girl that I, who's in my group and I just want to ask her out and I fuck it. I,
0: I I like everybody again. Okay. I have a question about that. Yeah. What's up? When it comes to women, do you bother worrying about their sexuality or do you just go for it? Like, like if you don't know whether she's queer or she's gay, straight or whatever, do you just go, do you just go with it on your own attractions? you know, narrative or do you try to figure out if they are even interested before you go for it?
1: Um I I usually try to figure out what their sexuality is first. Um, because I want to really just want to be respectful of their spaces. I mean, mm. I've had crushes on plenty of straight women before. It sucks, but you know, you, you're not gonna sway anybody's opinion or their mind. They're they identify as straight and they only sleep with men, so Fuck it. Sorry. It sucks, but you can't deal with it. I try to learn a little bit more about how they identify and what the things that they like and then if they, you know, are more leaning bisexual or lesbian or, I mean, however they identify on the queer spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Yeah, I would totally, like, just go forward and was like, okay, um, this is
0: me. I'm just okay. going to
1: like, push myself and,
2: yeah.
0: Then my next question is how... How do you feel about, or are you attracted to bisexual men?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: That's not a problem for me at all. It's not a problem for you, but you were saying like, sometimes you have more of like a, you want a cis man energy. And well, I don't know if you meant just energy or if you just, or if you meant like literally, like if you're, if you're feeling that energy, you're not going to necessarily go after a bisexual man
1: i mean it it really it just really depends on how I'm feeling at the moment mm-hmm. like there, I mean, there there's sometimes i'm just like i really i want the softness and sweetness of like a really cis traditional cis woman right but then like i mean i i've had a lot of different i would say experiences or you no know, relations relationships with with bisexual men so it it just mm-hmm. i don't know it really just depends on like my what my mood is what your mood is.
0: I have to say, like, I, I don't have an issue with bisexual men, personally. Um, I I personally like watching men in person. I like watching men like kiss each other. I, it doesn't have to go any further than that. I just like watching men kiss each other because I just think it's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But I would not mind having a threesome with two men. It doesn't happen that often for women, I feel. But I
2: no, because I like it. to label it a train.
0: Well, the, yeah, they like the men like to label the train because they don't want to yeah. seem gay. Like they're into it. They're like, oh no, we're we're running a train. Like we're not we're yeah. not sex with her, or I'm not touching him. Or, no,
1: I mean I was about to say, what do you mean? Do you mean like an MMF or do you mean an
0: MFM? And there, I mean, there's so many variations. What's the difference between MMF and MFM? So like MM, like you, have to, you have to look like, at the
1: visual representation of the yeah. letter. So. Yeah. M, M, F so look at the M's and the M's together in the configuration the M's and the M's are touching each other so okay. that That's means the M's M's, S. the man and the man are touching each other and the man and the female are touching each other versus okay. the M, F, M the man is touching the female but she is only touching the two different guys they're not touching each other does that make sense? Yes. that
2: makes perfect sense
0: and that's thank you so much
2: okay for that
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> that is really one of those things that there's all these initials and things that happen and i, I just thought i'm thinking mmf and mfm are the same thing because there's no, all the no. initials are the same right or the mm-hmm. same initials are in there and it's like well it's a man it's a female or it's a male it's a female and another male this, no this yeah and the
1: really order is totally important
0: the order is important yeah okay it's
1: very important Love it. Okay. So
0: then, if you say like FFM, the two females are in, like they're touching, but like they're not both touching the man. Yes. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. That can get very complicated, I would say. Okay. You know, yeah. It seems very simplistic, but.
2: But what if they are touching the man? What if they're both touching the man? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like that is the kind of the standard
1: and very like threesome porn, but um yeah it, just, it really just depends on like what you're looking for Pornhub has like a very nice um as, as much as I, I I loathe them I like how they have everything very separated very so separate. yes if you want to like look at very particular porn and just type in whatever you want to look into Pornhub and their search they filters are. are amazing they are
2: okay so do you did you watch a lot of porn like in your like teenage years like before you started having sex did you watch a lot of porn
1: no not at all um my oh, really? parents okay. are very prudish mm. um so this was you know the early early 2000s um and we know so like just very we still didn't know exactly what the capacity of it was so we were like we're kind of scared but also like ooh, we're so excited with AOL um oh yeah <laughs> oh my god chat and, rooms and yes yeah and so like I I really didn't watch porn because I didn't know exactly how to look for it online. Mm -hmm. When I think about like all the online stuff that I wanted to do it was just mostly like with journalism stuff, or I looked up music. Uh, I loved uh, Yahoo music. They used to play like these music videos and I was obsessed with them. Yes. And then in college I didn't have a laptop. So I really didn't watch like porn, but like I kind of knew what it was, Mm -hmm. but I would also like just very like, good girl i didn't think like it was really like worthy of sex at that moment and then oh, i when gosh. i left school um that's when i i got my first laptop and then i got really really into porn and then kind of just learning about porn from there i uh yeah i can go on and on but yeah it, so, it, it but, was what age like,
2: what age was that then
1: i was probably like 23 24 wow yeah
2: okay because i'm almost wondering honestly you got into porn but did you ever like imagine what sex would be like because i imagine if you had a crush on everybody and all these things that your imagination was running wild because i almost wonder if you had if you almost had an advantage of waiting to have sex over some of us that started early Mm -hmm. um you know because you got to really explore in your mind and you got to Mm -hmm. i guess maybe more so seek out what you what you wanted or what you thought it would be
1: sure um so i'm I'm a pisces we're just approaching pisces season right now Ooh. oh yeah and <laughs> pisces are very stereotypically dreamers we daydream all the okay. time mm-hmm. and so yeah i dreamed about sex all the time in college okay. i was just thinking about this the other day um the new Batman movies are supposed to come out, and I'm a massive mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson fan, and okay. I have been since Twilight. And Twilight came out in college, yes. and yeah. Twilight had um, New Moon had a very particular sex scene between Edward uh-huh. and Bella, and i was like, I that's how I thought sex was gonna be. Just wow, it with Edward slash,
2: you know, are uh, disappointed? Right, yeah, disappointed.
1: Yeah, okay. It was totally disappointing. It was so I already know the answer to that question. I wanted Robert Pattinson so bad. I still yeah. want him.
0: I love him. She still wants him.
2: Oh,
0: I mean, God. we could go on about the first time. Just, I mean, listen, nobody's first time is great. Maybe some people's first time is great. Maybe some. Because
2: maybe of the sometimes. circumstance.
0: But not physically? Come on.
2: Hey, I don't
0: know. I mean, not for a woman. Sorry. Not for a woman. Sorry. For a man, it can be fantastic, but
2: um, I, I don't know. It's always opening up
0: them, yet. opening
2: up them muscles, and oh, Lord. <laughs> that's not that's not an easy task. So. Wait. um, <laughs> Because I'm saying, okay, like, I was younger than you, you know, when I, when I first had sex, right? And it's like, if I'm with somebody my age, and we both don't know what the fuck we're doing, like, I don't know, is this a pleasurable experience for either one of us, right?
0: Mm. But with you
2: being older, I would imagine that maybe so. I don't know. Because not, you know, not maybe all men you, are great lovers. Maybe had time
0: to break your hymen, you mean?
2: Well, maybe being with someone who's a little older, maybe a little bit more experienced, too, who's, a, who's an adult, maybe the sex oh, okay. was better. But then maybe not. Okay, because all men are not great. Yeah, uppers. because then
0: you're you're the one approaching it with no experience. So some men get off definitely on virgins, right? Like I I can name a couple. I'm I won't, I won't name them. <laughs> but, um, but some men do get off on that, and it's all good for them. But other men are like virgin, like I would rather you go and have sex with somebody that you like or know or something than lose yeah. it to me because. I don't know. I don't want you to regret it. And then it's like, what are you getting? What is the guy getting? Is he getting anything? I mean, maybe he's
2: getting sex,
0: (laughs) but he's not getting good sex.
2: No, exactly.
1: I've always questioned that myself. I'm just like, I don't want to sleep with virgins. Why do you guys want to sleep with
0: virgins? Absolutely not. But yeah, like, would you do that now if you met a virgin that was your age? no and you you weren't engaged would you do it well Angie says no would you do it Vic if you weren't engaged and you met a virgin that was your age
2: no no right
0: because you're going to be questioning what you're going to get out of it right
2: um yeah of course because at this point like there is definitely a certain type of sex that I like and Mm -hmm. it's not going to be inexperienced (laughs) it's not going to be inexperienced (laughs) So, so um and I I mean I believe you know Sex is very important in a relationship mm-hmm. to me, and that that chemistry also. So, um, you know, this person, you know, vowing till marriage to never have sex because I've had great ke- sexual chemistry with somebody, and the sex was not all that, and I was very Gosh. disappointed. You know, um, so I just, yeah, no, that's not for me, boo. I'm sorry.
0: So going back to just the, the ex- exploration um, of it. Some people say exploring your sexuality is the key to a happy, healthy sex life. I I would say I agree.
2: I would Um, agree with
0: that. Same. Yeah, right? Okay. The self-understanding, I think, is, is the biggest piece of the puzzle. It's like it helps you generate better sexual experiences alone or with a partner, which brings me to the fact that you may not always have a partner. Some people are not super into exploring themselves it's easier for them to explore with somebody or for the or for there's somebody to explore their body and they figure out what they like through somebody else exploring not themselves does that make sense
2: it does make sense I did I knew a girl who was married and she had never masturbated Mm -hmm. and I thought it was so crazy because I, I feel like if I'm okay yes I explore my body first and then I can teach you how I like it and then maybe you're going to teach me some things about you know how you touch me and things like that I'm gonna like that too but my exploration should not first involve another person that's what I believe um you should be adding to it you shouldn't be like my full foundation on my body
0: yeah sometimes it's easier I guess like or it's or it's faster or it's more pleasurable to explore your sexuality with somebody than to just do it on your own. I mean like, you should do yourself. Fingering yeah. yourself is something you got to you got to work up to. I mean maybe some people are quick to finger themselves, you know, but and I'm talking about men and women. Maybe they need somebody to do it for them and then they find out they like it and then they explore it on their own. I mean, there's all kinds of
2: I mean there is the but... situations
0: you know it could occur but no but it is very important to have a a, an independent exploration absolutely absolutely no and
1: I totally agree I don't the way that I I I grew up and thinking how how to be happy Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: you had to hit all these certain like milestones and bumps you had to be very linear about certain things especially when it comes to things like passion and and finding out what Mm -hmm. makes you you know getting inside i learned that it works for some people and some people it doesn't so if you want if you're not experiencing what you want in a certain relationship sexually or romantically or whatever there's you don't have to follow the certain path it's it's not one path to like happiness including
0: with your sexuality great point yeah
2: that is I just think that if you put so much emphasis on having a partner, then if you don't have a partner, it's like, then you're not, you know, having sex at all. Right. You know, and you just
0: cut, you cut all ties to exploration. Right. Right. And the truth is, is like, look, you may have somebody now, but you might not always have somebody. So you should create that space for yourself, even if it's just, you know. I don't know watching porn alone and touching yourself I mean masturbation yeah. is a great form stress of,
2: reliever <laughs>
0: yeah it's I mean yeah that too but it's a great form of exploring one's own sexuality because
2: mm-hmm.
0: personally I've been masturbating since I was a child and my masturbation tactic and strategy has changed over the years
2: completely same Mm-hmm, you know same. it
0: doesn't stay the same as when you're a kid and you're like humping pillows or you know whatever it is um letting the the, wa- the bath water run over your <laughs> right letting the bath water run over you know hitting that staircase banister or whatever it is um it evolves you just become more comfortable with yourself i think through sexual activity you know and then you just and then all of a sudden your fingers are in your vagina now personally yeah not me i've done it and i don't like i don't like that kind Mm -hmm. of masturbation personally but that's just me
2: same yeah same i mean people like what they like um so we got the idea to do this show because miss angie here had posted this picture on instagram of her being tied up and i was like yes Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So I didn't know I didn't, thought it was called like rope play. Um and I was telling you when we had talked the other day, I had discovered this guy on Instagram who was doing this, going on tours and doing this thing. And so then you had called it um Shabari, right?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah, so I saw this picture and I was just like, This shit is so fucking hot. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I yes, yes like, y'all. And I just I, I wasn't expecting to see that from you, and I was just like oh,
0: I wasn't yes. either when I saw that. I was like, "Oh, yes." I was like,
2: "Yes, come Not on. that I
0: ever thought that you were a prude, Angie. I just know. I just, no. I just thought that me. I I did. I did have an image of you as like the good girl. Like that's always been my image of you. You were always so fucking sweet and kind, yes. and with your words, yes. and you were always so gentle and like soft spoken. So I always just had this idea. I'm like, this is a good person. Like she's not. Yes. She's not engaging in these fornication that I'm in. <laughs> in like, this is ridiculous you know Yeah, you're
2: always no. smiling Always and... smiling yeah
1: y'all flatter me thank you so much
2: no yeah. so it's like kind of I like it's had no idea you weren't
0: getting laid in high school okay I had no clue
2: right no yeah no idea <laughs> I would have imagined too that you were like giving these motherfuckers the you the business. It. Not not like that. Not like you were like a hoe or anything like that, but I just no. I don't know, I would imagine someone like you would be and I guess now thinking back, I would imagine you to be like a very good lover, actually. Uh, yeah. A very you know, good lover.
1: Yeah. High school Angie is screaming on the insides. I've been so popular.
0: Girl. That journalism class especially, I was like, She's yeah. Fucking sweet. I I really didn't know though. I I think I had I think I was looking at you I mean in my own terminology, my own teenage terminology. In my head is like the alternative like skater chick. Sure.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: That was my own like, you know, Avril Lavigne kind of mind. You know, that was that was what you were giving me. You were giving me Avril Lavigne. Not the I mean, anger. No, yeah, no
1: totally. I I I was such a scene kid in high school. Yes. I, I was. I just discovered punk music, and I, I loved all like the bands like AFI and Kill Hannah, and I I I loved that. Um, but also, um, I took a lot of honors classes, and I was one of the only kids of color in honors classes. Mm-hmm. And now I realize I was actually pretty popular in high school, which yeah. I didn't think I was. I, I was popular at all, but I I floated around a lot of the different
0: groups. Which I think that was the dynamic of of our a lot of us yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. Of, i really think that was what it was beautiful about like us in our i don't know like our i don't know, I don't want to say it's our class but just the general demeanor of that round. no and,
1: and like, i was trying uh, to
0: explain this to like
1: to a bunch of my friends here in austin okay. who like grew up mm-hmm. in here in austin and they're like i went there was a i'm a massive euphoria fan i don't know if mm-hmm. you guys are watching euphoria yes. but this season is fire no, i'm
2: gonna start
1: Nothing i'm going fire. to start so good. And I was telling my friends here in Austin, I'm like, I kind of grew up in euphoria. I feel like this takes place in Vegas. And they're like, really? "Really?" And I'm like, I didn't do any drugs, but like, I knew people in like who was like Cassie. I knew people who were like Rue. I, I, but then I also like, I floated with with, like the good Mormon kids. I floated with the theater kids. I was with the band kids. I was with the AP classes kids. I was with everybody. I felt like very like Lexi. I was just, yeah. like, I was cool with everybody. I didn't, like, drink Yeah, you were the observer. Yeah,
2: you yeah. were Lexi.
1: Yeah, I was totally Lexi. I floated around with everybody. I, yeah, I didn't do anything, but, like, I didn't give a shit if you wanted to smoke weed or get drunk. I was, uh, just don't ask me to do it. don't ask me to do oh, it. Yeah.
0: That is yeah. so funny because I literally said that to somebody. I said it to Montez because I was trying to get her to watch Euphoria, and I was like, just take out the social media, take out the, the yeah. modern term terminologies of, like, knowing your sexuality and knowing who you you know your queerism or whatever these kids are from vegas like i don't even yes. know where they are yeah,
2: they're okay. these kids on the here. east side
0: it is it's some east side shit and i don't even know how to explain it but okay i'm gonna I'm watch gonna it. to watch it
2: you have oh, to watch oh, yeah. it it's I so am. good
0: because on top of that zendaya she wow oh, she's from not she deserves uh, every, every emmy i want every Emmy every like, where the fuck did she come from? This girl was, like, a pop star.
2: Mm-hmm. She's, an she's an open kid. So them, she's, okay. she's really badass. She I mean, has the whole oh, like, crazy vibe.
0: Yeah, I have goosebumps. Like, like,
2: I'm going to start so. watching it tonight. I'm going to let you guys tonight, know. Like...
0: Because tomorrow is the next episode. And mm.
2: oh, No, I'm going to start the first season. So, oh, 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 yeah. Like, okay. the first episode, first season. Like, I got to start from scratch. Okay. I'm going to start it when we get off. Oh, subtitles yeah. on. Okay, I will. Okay, back to it. Sorry, I just Sorry. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> so no. I saw this picture and um, so we looked up a little bit about Shibari because I remember you had mentioned that um, it has to do with meditation. So I'm just curious how something that has to do with meditation can turn into something with sex. And is it kind of because... aligning with, yeah, with the tantric? Um, and how did you come across Shibari?
1: Um, My journey with Shibari has been this very kind of like long complicated journey um i've always been interested in bondage um Mm -hmm. so to kind of like backtrack shibari is a a type of bondage um there are bondage okay principles like all over the world each like different country each different culture has their own kind of like bondage principles and shibari is japanese it's very intricate it's very beautiful uh it's usually done with a very particular type of rope so yeah shabari is fantastic um oh even you can't specific i'm sorry yeah even
0: the rope is specific
1: to Chibari? yeah yeah the rope's very specific. Oh. it did it, it it ranges from like a jute rope which is like the very kind of like that tough rope with like it just just feels like really rough It would leave, like, really bad, like, imprints on your skin, Mm -hmm. Um, like, ranging from that all the way to, like, silk ropes, which are a little bit softer. There's a wide range of different ropes if you want to use and explore. Um, You can, like, look at so many different types of versions of, like, rope play. So there's, like, a very particular, like, German kind that's very harsh. And that's used with a little bit more like a rougher fabric or like, again, like with a jute. So it will be like really like imprints in your skin or if it's going to rub, it's going to leave like, you know, like any like bad welting or anything like that. So some people, so have, as, right. Some people want. Yeah. Some people love that stuff. Yeah.
2: It's not as simple as just tying someone up.
1: Yeah. It can be as intense as you want it to be. Um, so it just really depends on who, who your rope top is and then who your rope um, bottom is or your, your bunny okay. is. Oh. So that has to be established as one of your, like your first initial like things, like how, how in depth do you want to go? How do you, do you want to play like really rough? Do you want imprints on your skin? Do you want any like indentations? Do you want like any long lasting bruises? Oh. I always say like, like a, a really good, like rope top or a rope dom, Really listens to their bottom exactly what they want and is really, really good about taking into consideration what they need and what they want versus just, you know, yeah, you like to get tied up and sh- that's cool. I'm just gonna fuck you afterwards. That's that's a bad um.
0: So do you feel like uh, uh uh, wait, what's what's the the phenomenon movie on the bondage?
2: Oh, like Fifty Shades.
0: Yeah, was that. Like kind of inaccurate, or was that just a different form?
1: I mean, I know people that hated that movie so much. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, I know those people. I actually, I do love those movies. I think Johnson is huge, fantastic in those films. I think that relationships like that, whatever kink preference you have, can be whatever, whatever you want, whatever you
0: make it. Yeah, um that's probably more of like a kink in that movie, right?
1: I mean, it, it, he just like to tie her up and like spank her a bunch of times. I don't think that's like that's like in how him. he got off, right?
2: Like he control, get off, like gosh, right? On. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I'm I'm not gonna like yuck anybody's yum, but I'm Absolutely totally yum. yeah. Whatever, whatever you whatever. Yeah, you he, feel, guys. Yeah, people think think things need to follow a certain kind of formula to, in order mm-hmm.
2: to be mm-hmm.
0: pleasurable. Um, I don't I don't really think that. You probably shouldn't. I mean, because at the end of the day, like, human beings are very strange animals, and we all just like different yeah. stuff. And,
2: and that's, yeah, that's fine. Like you, said,
0: you can't yuck somebody's yum. I mean, there's plenty of times you try to do that, and people are like, that is fucking delicious, and you're like, I will barf. So, <laughs> it is what it is. So,
2: um, can you, I know you said it was, you kind of had a complicated, um, journey with shabari. so can you walk us through that like when did when were you introduced to that did you find it on your own did a partner introduce it to you um i i live in
1: austin now but i a couple years ago uh i was living in in northern nevada and i used to lead this group uh, this brain of sex positive group and we to cover like a wide range of topics on a weekly basis so everything from kink to like safety consent things mm-hmm. like that Um, And then I kind of just learned from there, just like the various different things about like the kink lifestyle and PDSM and things like that. And then I decided to leave that group. Um, I wanted to like lean more towards the advocacy side while the other leader was more leaning towards like the play side. Which is fine, but I was just like, I wanted something different. Exploring the play side versus me exploring just I wanted the advocacy side. Especially like living uh just learning a little bit like more about how things were for sex workers in Nevada. Mm. Um I was very disappointed how sex workers in Nevada are treated. I would go to like the Bunny Ranch down in past Carson City uh and drink there with one of my friends. And we were talking to the girls and they would just tell us just you know about the working conditions and just like, this is fucked up. You don't understand why you're not getting treated better. This is terrible when you're 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 doing this for your for your profession. And so I was like, oh.
2: And that was coming from like the the ranch itself or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: oh. Yeah. Yeah, I would talk to the okay. girl and just be like, I I totally respect what you're doing and but like I just I think you guys should be treated better. So I I just had that out aspect in me. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay, so um back to the Shibari. I'm sorry, I'm very interested.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um I about that. Is that do you tie yourself up? Yes.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, I I'm, okay. I'm I'm learning how to do like soft tying. Um
0: okay. it's, I don't know if that was a thing or not.
1: Yeah, no, I totally you a thing. Um, I wow. I feel like I I'm not meeting the people that I want to meet, so I can feel all practicing. So I'm just like, if I'm gonna learn how to be the best that I can be, like I'm just gonna learn how to do it myself.
0: Absolutely. Um, I love I, that. I feel like I've heard a lot about um Austin being very, you know. <laughs> kinky and there's really? a community there. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the community here is is big and mm-hmm. but I also I'm I know that I'm I'm pretty picky.
0: So I know exactly
1: so what I'm looking
0: for when it comes to That is that I am very picky, especially when it comes to women um like you were saying. Angie, I'm very picky.
2: So the first time that you uh uh that you started your Shabari journey can you take us through
0: that sure um wait you mean like sexually
2: yes or actually even if it was meditation that's fine okay sure how did it did you have you experienced it with meditation
1: sure um i think a lot of people approach shabari and bondage as like very you know this rough sexual thing which a toy can be but i try to approach it as a very like just meditative like i'm constantly checking in with my partner i'm i'm Mm -hmm. how the both of us feel i'm i really just want to be present in that moment and so that's where i come at it as a very meditative place um other people are very very they they can do whatever they want with it they sometimes just they just want to tie up people because it looks beautiful they don't necessarily want to have sex Mm -hmm. with them they just want to aesthetic for them yeah most Mm -hmm. definitely sometimes they want to have sex with them but but then sometimes it's it's i mean it's whatever they want to it wants to be for anybody um i it's shibari has a really big flexibility for being Mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to be sexual it can just be something that's just very pretty to look at oh So,
0: so are you having are you having sex like in the shibari state um sometimes
1: there's sometimes I I tie somebody up and then and and the how I tie them up allows me to have sex with them and so yeah sure if they're but like I want to make sure if if the the person that I'm tying up is in that same capacity that mental capacity as I am of course yeah because I'm
0: wondering if it's like a a foreplay method or if it's part of the sex it can
1: totally be a foreplay meth-
0: method method like i or, tie you up and that that turns me on enough to untie um, you and have sex
1: yeah okay you don't necessarily have to be untied or yeah i mean i think this is why this is like really i'm adamant about checking like with my partners like
2: uh-huh. you know
1: sometimes you have to you want to be tied up and and it's just like for that sake of tying and then things get relaxed and more comfortable and then and, you know the person that you're tying up is just like, okay, I actually, I really want to have sex, and so you're just like, okay, well, let's let's talk about it a little bit more. So it's that level of like comfortability and trying to be a little bit like flexible.
0: Right. I mean, you have to be flexible. Yeah. Right. Flexible in more ways than one, people.
2: Right. Um, and I feel like this would not necessarily interest a lot of people, just because it seems like you have to do a lot of talking and communicating and checking in right. and i feel like people are not are not into that um they just kind of want to you know pump and dump or they you know what i mean, uh, <laughs> I yep. mean i'm just saying you know because like you were saying that you know the first man that you had sex with was saying you were so quiet and some people like that and some don't some people really just don't like to you know talk and like have conversation they feel like it may kill the mood and things like this right so I feel like this there's a lot of responsibility with you know exploring your kink sure, um, yeah. yeah and I just think maybe I wonder if that's what kind of detours people sometimes um I, did, I definitely
1: I I do think about that um but I also think I I turn 36 in two weeks if we can't talk about like it. If I don't talk if we can't talk about like, you know, this basic Yeah, if we can't talk about it, I I don't I, I don't, don't, don't want to do it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. It's a maturity oh, thing absolutely. at this point. Like we're grown yeah. up people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um I went on a date a couple weeks ago with this really wonderful person and mm-hmm. and we we had the discussion about condoms and using you know protection and and yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm very happy that you started talking about this." And I'm like, "If we can't talk about, like, you know, Absolutely. using condoms, and we're in our 30s, what the fuck are we? Do? We should not be having sex. That, yeah. And yet,
0: this is what it is.
2: I totally agree. This I is what totally this is the world we're living agree. in. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So, just to veer back for a second, um, if you are somebody who is you know, questioning your sexuality or pondering or just exploring. There are like some things that I just want to outline. Like yes. one being it's okay to question it. Mm-hmm. Even, if, Most definitely. even if you pretty much identify as a straight person or a cisgendered mm-hmm. person, it's still okay to explore it. And I think I almost feel like women have gotten that advantage um, in the section that we call college women are allowed to explore their sexuality and make mm-hmm. out with women. And, yep. you know, girls gone wild, right? That was our generation. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like it's that way for men. I don't feel, I mean, this is bisexual men in general or just men in general. They're not necessarily allowed to explore their sexuality societally as women are. Um, I would agree. right? Like
2: they can't even explore their feelings.
0: They can't even, even you know, explore their, feelings, their feelings. feelings because
2: even if they, right.
0: If you guys watch Queen Sugar the son Micah he got really close to this person this man in college and he was questioning it because he's like am I gay like I just feel like I really love this person and
1: I feel like there's there's so many different uh there's so many negative conversations with that because Mm -hmm. we we associate gay with being bad we we have Mm -hmm. negative feelings towards that's why I I for mean men, I for men. I, yeah, most because definitely for men.
0: Go ahead and she can explore her sexuality and make out all these women and then marry this man and have these children and live her cisgender life and nobody sure. will question it.
1: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I feel like guys are just like they associate gay with being bad or right. dirty or mm-hmm. disgusting or whatever they uh-huh. and so so they they are are scared to explore. Right. Um I mean, I I think about like the I'm a big proponent of gay porn, and I love yeah. all the gay porn that I'm seeing, and I'm just like, this is great to see all these guys that are these different guys that are exploring their sexuality, yeah. um, because of now things like things that are existence like prep, and and you know there oh. there are things to take care of their their selves and their bodies when they're having sex, and so I'm just like, I feel like there are a good half the half the women on the planet have some kind of queer ideations yep half the men on the planet are queer as well they Mm -hmm. refuse to admit it um so yeah i Mm -hmm. feel like you know as health things are getting better more guys are going to admit like saying like hey we are i'm gay I, I to too. or like not even like gay but like i i'm i'm queer or bi or pan or whatever or just uh, like
0: sometimes i make out with my friends when we get drunk in my, miami like i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. and, and and listen it's okay if you're a woman and you don't want to be with a man who makes out with other men on vacation or
2: her, or, you know, on like or,
0: or or has sex with other men there's nothing wrong with that you don't have to judge it necessarily or call them anything other than you know a child of god just because that's what they do but i feel like there is even people who accept gay you know people who understand gay and accept gay still have a problem with bisexual because there's like a there's a greediness that people like to hone in on like oh you're greedy and you're just you just want everybody um i feel like that's a little old school but also it's still there um but also just why is a man, if you, if you really like women, like why would you ever want to mess with a man? And See, that mentality is just like yeah. too, like too I much. I don't
2: understand people. that. Yeah. I don't understand that mindset because even though i never have, I've never been with a woman, I feel like a woman is a woman's best lover. And I would feel that way. A man is a man's best lover. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I feel like, you know, there's that part of who better to give it to you than somebody who, has your you know your your same um you know what I'm saying makeup and, right yeah you know um so i i think that's so
0: it's the bisexuality
2: it, How old. It, it's
0: the <laughs> standard now i'm yeah, i'm happy the double standards on our side this time in this mm-hmm. in this instance that women get the advantage of being able to explore our sexuality much more than men are but yeah. um i feel like yeah, that oppresses you. men and it, it factors into their anger and their um, yeah, their violent behavior and just, right. it all kind of culminates. You know what I mean? Because I feel like mm-hmm. men aren't allowed to. And so it festers.
2: Yeah, because I would say even as a woman, you know what I'm saying? When you're with a man, if you're someone who does like to explore, I think that, um, you know, your partner's body, like there's so many areas of your body that get so ignored Mm -hmm. you know and so um like behind your your knees and like even like your nipples right and so I think a lot of times we associate you know your nipples with women because we have breasts and it's like you know you're just your your body is being ignored and you know as being your partner I'm not allowed to explore that because it's seen as what you being soft or something um Mm -hmm. you're a sexual being (laughs) <laughs> like there's right. just, there's more and that's why i was talking about pump and dump like there's more than your penis in sex right I hope
0: everybody heard that part but yes um back to where i was you know just <laughs> questioning your sexuality so yeah the, the it's okay to question it there is no i mean people really shouldn't judge um no judging others who are questioning their sexuality because honestly it's nobody else's business if you are If you are, you aren't. I don't necessarily feel like you need to announce that you're exploring your sexuality unless that's something Mm -hmm. you feel like you need to do so that people are aware. Because I know there is this, this is probably much more modern, you know, for teenagers nowadays. They feel like they need to like define it early, they need to figure it out in high school, they need to figure it out. And there's a spectrum, kids. Let's, if there's some kids, you know, listening. There's a spectrum of sexuality. So, what's happening in high school is not how it's not what's not going to be happening when you're 25, 30, 35. No, 30. No. So, it could change. Just be aware of that and that it's not a big deal. If it changes or stays the same, um, you can be honest about it. You're not by yourself. You're not the only person going through these kinds of things. And um, the confusion does not last forever, I would say. I think eventually we do find our niche or we find yeah. our place in the yeah on the spectrum. Where wherever, you know, whatever uh shades or nearby yeah. or whatever I think we find ourselves and that's why it's not necessary to necessarily like label yourself because you'll find it and it'll be yeah for you.
2: So I would think that it might be important to to find your tribe also so that you don't feel, you know, so Isolated about this thing. Um, I mean, there's so many people out there who are exploring their sexualities or who don't like, you know, just vanilla sex. Um, yeah. And so that you just don't feel like, you know, saying like you're just lone wolf out there who likes the thing that you like. Like, no, all of these things exist for a reason. You know?
0: And all of these things were thought of by humans, by the way.
2: Right. So, so
0: it's not like this is yeah. alien behavior, um, right? At all. So
2: as long as we, as long as we have consenting. Right. Consent. Uh, that's consenting uh, adults or, you know, uh, if you are hopefully not a teenager listening to the show. Uh- <laughs> but if you are, if you listen. Hopefully listen. not. But, um, I mean, we were teenagers once upon a time. That's I right. Know what I mean.
0: Could you imagine if you had had some of this? I mean, I'm glad we didn't have social media. I feel like
2: I kind of did. Oh, God. But, oh, God. Thank uh, you. I mean, I'm
0: grateful. Thank God.
2: Thank I'm, you. I am, um, too. I
0: but <laughs> i but I would have appreciated having somebody speak to me in this way in health class rather than just speaking to me about anatomy and physiology mm-hmm.
2: that right yeah
0: this this is what will happen to my body when I have sex, but what about the sex though
2: right <laughs> it's good. Got- does it feel good to you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I had an interest in sex at a young age, I think because I grew up with people who were older than me. Yeah, um and so we didn't necessarily get like this in depth into conversations but um you know i would see them you know making out with their significant others and things like that and i just i don't know i just i
0: i mean that's what kids do know. watch they they watch
2: right right and we definitely try to impersonate mm-hmm. um yeah because we're we're very you know uh impressionable and we're sponges and so. Yeah.
0: So I wanted to give some um first of all if you're if any of this information is sounding good to you, you can always go to ditchthelabel.org if you're not okay. into labels, if you're interested in like exploring different labels. Um but also like the how to, how to explore your sexuality. So here's some things I have, you guys can comment as I go. Just maybe you've tried them maybe you haven't. One thing is to fill your social feed with folks across the sexuality spectrum so that you're not just seeing things on social media. If you're a social media person, you're not just seeing heteronorms at all times Mm -hmm. because that will, not that heteronorms are a brainwash, but maybe they are. I think anything that you're getting constant over and over can be a brainwash just because we have to be open to all Mm -hmm. facets of information, so um opening up your feed um intentionally and respectfully putting yourself in queer spaces like podcasts bars bookshops places where you know queer people go so that you have the freedom to explore and not there's not this judgment or this like harsh light shining in on you and you do you have any are there any uh good bars in Austin gay bars queer bars that you can name I think Austin has
1: a really great queer community in general, and okay. everybody's very accepting and open. Um, there's definitely some really great queer bars that in, in certain areas in Austin. I would highly recommend Rain. Um, Rain is fantastic, as well as Coconut Club and Cheer Up Charlies.
0: Ooh, I like all those names.
1: Super, yeah, they're all fantastic.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, any? Have you found any in uh, New Orleans there, Vic? Girl, no, hell no. <laughs> you need
2: to explore this. Um, mm-hmm. Here in Vegas,
0: Angie, you can probably help me with Vegas too, but um, I know there is the Fruit Loop
2: mm-hmm. that has... I've been there before. She's they shaking call her head it. She's like, no. I, I, I don't like that name. The Fruit Loop in Vegas,
0: there um, is a little yeah. loop of like, mm, like three or four gay bars.
2: So Piranha. I know Piranha. Piranha. I don't know. If I actually really like Piranha because there.
0: there were men there that had heels Ugh. on that were dancing their asses off.
2: What I, I, I follow. I follow this guy still. I remember. Yeah, I, I we went there and together you,
0: like, and it. you like fell in
2: love. Yes, with him. and I like. I did. And I told him. I was like. I told him. I was like, have my baby. Like I. He was dancing <laughs> with these fucking sexy ass boots on. I got the video. Go. Fucking getting it. Oh my god. Oh yes, love. So me. yeah, it's a good
0: one, Piranha. <laughs> um. LA pretty much anywhere in West Hollywood obviously West Hollywood is the community so um another how to explore sexuality journaling sometimes when you're journaling you know stream of consciousness things come out that you're not necessarily thinking about coming out do you uh-huh. journal angie
1: I do um nice i i I do it in, in like various mediums. So I have like in my own personal journal, but then I also, I do blog. um, And that's okay. a, another way I can explore things at a different perspective. And then I also, I'm, I'm very active on Twitter and I, I, I love like your like little like burst or uh, like journal prompts, just like, how do I feel about work right now? I'm just like, right. I'm so frustrated, but I love my job, but I'm just so, so frustrated. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I, I journal. I and like the various different ways as a writer, as as mm-hmm. much information as I can possibly get out in whatever medium is available. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I'm a journaler from way back. Yes, um, so I feel I feel that. Have you gotten back into journaling, Vic?
2: No, I have a journal. I have a very nice it's journal. It's gonna happen for you. I know it needs to, I think I might, ha- I might be better off, I think, uh, doing a, uh, recorded journal, journal. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to do that. Cause, and I hate it. Like my thought, my brain just literally, it does not shut the fuck off. It does not mm-hmm. shut off. Mm-hmm. And I, so I hate when I think of something really good and then I'll, I'll, I'll lose it like that. Like I will fucking lose it just like that. So I really do need to, um, get in a better habit of recording because writing is not going to work for me. That's why yeah. I love bullet yeah. journaling.
1: You just have like these, just little like these bullet sessions are just like, I know. When I bullet journal, I just like
2: fuck everybody. Okay. Blah, 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 I hate everybody. Yeah. And then, like yeah. done. I think that all the time. I just.
0: <laughs> no, that's no, that's great, and I and I like that idea because I I feel like um, not everybody is very, you know, not everybody can put a pen to paper easily. You know what I mean, like. it's not easy for everybody to just find a pen and find some paper and write some shit down and keep it you know so audio journaling i think
2: i think this is a new medium i definitely think we have to do a fucking part two to this because angie i remember you were you were saying you know um you know like exploring your sexuality through like body positivity and mm-hmm. I definitely think that's something that we need to touch on and mm-hmm. just really, uh, you know, kinks. And I know we don't, you know, the labeling and things like that, but I just, I find you so fascinating.
0: Fascinating.
2: Very fascinating.
1: Why? Thank you. I'm, I'm very flattered. And yeah, I'm happy
0: to do part two. Okay, great. The other things I was going to say, classes, workshops, there oh. are things out there, guys. I'm trying to tell you about like sexual exploration, even like yoga, Tantra yoga.
1: There, I mean, you can even like go check out YouTube. YouTube. There are so many different, like, various YouTube videos about the, the different kinks that are out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have everything from pet play, rope, submissive. I mean, it's dominant. Yeah,
0: you can learn so like, All this stuff.
1: That's yeah. So cool. Please and, check
0: out their episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you can like just find it all on YouTube. I like just various different capacities from just you know if you're just interested in like the vanilla the, the vanilla stuff to all the way to like the more in-depth more painful all
0: the way rhetoric. to fisting guys sure yeah exactly to fisting <laughs> on youtube and, and and bukkake oh well listen <laughs> and, just in general <laughs> like you, don't, you never know listen porn is, well. porn is on here as well porn is a yes porn is a a very large medium of how to explore your sexuality Oh no! I'm on like YouTube. Oh no 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 no! i,
2: I, you, like, I just it. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah yeah. You
0: yeah. know, porn can <laughs> porn is misleading. I'm <laughs> about to I'm about to admit something. <sighs> okay, here we go. Uh-oh. Sometimes, no, not even sometimes. I don't do this often. Once or twice, I have looked at what is it? It's like the anime anime porn
2: hentai hentai.
0: Wow like i i feel very strange getting off to that i did get off to it but i feel strange about it because i'm like why why
2: why Why
0: do you feel strange because of you know why here i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna tell you why because i realize how as an actor and like doing voiceover and stuff like that i realize how much has to go into that in order to make it actually sexy which breaks the sexy for me because i'm like this isn't natural what's happening this is this isn't a, a painting or a um a drawing. There's actors behind there faking it, the voice, so that I can draw.
2: <laughs>
0: and this isn't really happening. Like, this is, it's almost like make-believe. So I did get off on it, but I felt terrible about it, and I never look at it again.
2: I love the animated digs. Love <laughs> them. I do. They're gorgeous. They're always so big well, yeah. and thick and big and... Yeah,
0: no, fine. So no. I don't know, and it, it also made me feel <laughs> kind of like a child, like I was
2: beating off to mm. so cartoon. Okay, okay. Now I get that. I don't. I don't.
1: Okay. You're entitled to like like what you like, Crystal. But of like, course. I also think that I I don't think it, there's anything wrong with hentai. And no, that,
0: no, no, not at all. Yeah, like that. That's I liked it. I just didn't. I didn't know why I liked it, and I didn't like that. I liked it.
1: and, and you're totally allowed not to like what you don't like but I I don't know you like it I don't necessarily like it it's something I don't search out but like oh. I try in my my journey of of like just acceptance in general I try to be as accepting as as I possibly can of people's other like sexual preferences Mm -hmm. So if you like hentai, I'm not going to say I'm going to love hentai, but if Mm -hmm. like a partner was interested in it, I would do a little bit more exploration of it.
0: Sure. Absolutely. If that, if that was the case, I would do more exploration of it. If that was something that like got you to a place. Um,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Sure. I get it. I think I said Tantra yoga. Someone wrote down sex club, which I'm not really sure.
2: Probably like uh, something like the green door or something. Like a swingers
0: club. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's another way of explaining. I would love to find one of those
2: out here. I know they oh, have. Girl, to I'm sure you oh, there's one your- in New Orleans. Yes. yes, I know.
0: Um and then there was like they put girls night, but I put like gatherings. It doesn't necessarily have to be a girls night, but like a gathering of 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 like-minded folks or people who mm-hmm. are are thinking of, the, you know, in the same facet as you are, just to get together and have a nice conversation over some wine or some cheese because you never know. You never know what could come out A little charcuterie. Like yeah. And then masturbation, obviously. Obviously, masturbation will always pretty much trump anything. I was exploring this new toy called the Rose that everybody's going on about.
2: Yeah, I've seen it.
0: This is a clitoral stimulation. I think there's like a sucking on top of a... Did you buy one? No, I was... It keeps coming up on my feed because I've I i do not know why. Because I'm horny, I guess.
1: I work and in it. tech, but like I oh. don't know anything about sexual tech right now. I'm I feel very old school. I get <laughs> like I get off just by using my hands and that's how it works for me. I really I don't use toys. Dancing.
0: even during sex. I'm not really a toy user. I just I just I want to go for it. But that's just mm-hmm. me. I know a lot of people who love the toys. Toys are a part of it. If you are looking for something new, the rose has got like different, there's like a licking one, there's a sucking one, and then there's one that has like an, a penetrative device with the sucking one. So, oh, oh, um, women, are, women are losing their minds out here. And it's okay. wonderful. So, um, Angie, the last thing <laughs> I was gonna bring up was our survey. Yeah. So I'll just ask you some questions and, we we'll cut we we'll cut this so that we can see okay. how it goes for you okay so the the question is would you date and your your options for answers are yes no maybe more info or i have already
1: okay
0: so someone much younger than you or older than you but someone much younger is the first one
1: someone much so what, what do you mean how much Young, younger
0: younger uh we we go with like Ten, ten being the most
1: younger. Yes, I have already.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oh, so yeah. how old were you? Doing?
0: Ten years older.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was ten years older. How was that? He's very spirited, but I know never again. <laughs> okay. Oh wow.
0: <laughs> she said never again.
1: Yeah, I. He had no finesse. Mm. He had stamina, but no finesse. And I learned that finesse yeah. is very
0: important. No, that's valid. That cool. is, I, I wrote that down too. Finesse. Because mm-hmm. look, exactly what you said. You can have stamina, but mm-hmm. where's the finesse? Where's the swagger? Where's the mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about much older than you?
1: Uh, yes, I have done that. I won't do it again.
0: Won't do it again. Okay. Big said, why not?
1: At the time I met him, he was a recent widower and that was way too much for me to process. Oh
0: yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. So it mm-hmm. was recent. My God. Okay. Outside your race.
1: Oh yeah, I've done it. I, I have no I have no issues with it.
0: No issues. Yeah. How about a handicapped person?
1: I, I have no issues with that either. Um my first boyfriend. I still think it's the world of him. Uh, he has cerebral palsy. He
0: has cerebral palsy. Wow. Okay, oh. I'm, gonna write, I'm gonna put down I have. Okay. What about a little person?
1: Sure. I mean, I'm I'm pretty little myself. So. No, we're talking about a little person. I would like to be honest, but probably no. no yes yes probably not but um i i don't know i don't i don't want to like discount anybody because
0: okay i'll put i'll circle no maybe
1: okay yeah okay. that's fair
0: a person who doesn't want kids oh that's fine oh that's fine okay um do you want kids your-
1: i mean i i do eventually want children but i also i i've been with a lot of guys, and
0: especially here in Austin, that don't want children, and that's okay too. Um, okay. That's not a deal breaker for you in terms of love.
1: Not no, it isn't. Okay.
0: Um, a married person.
1: There's their their partner know that they are looking elsewhere?
0: Well, I don't know.
1: Ugh, that's a hard question because I I have been with married <laughs> couples before, but they also knew that they are dating outside of their relationship.
2: Okay, so I'll put. Um, okay. I have, but If open. If open. yeah, yeah,
0: if 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 open. Okay. So if I'm um, open,
2: then...
1: yeah. If if it's if I'm going to ch- be cheating on somebody, fuck no.
0: No cheating. Okay. No cheating. Yeah. <laughs> How about a separated person?
1: Oh They're yeah, that's are
0: Separated.
1: Yeah, so Yeah, I've done that before.
0: Oh, okay. I have. Okay.
2: How did that How work about... out? What'd you say, Meg? Sorry, I was asking how did that work out? Like, did they eventually go back to the house? I mean, it it
1: was nothing like really, especially long lasting, but they were just honest with me. So I appreciate
0: their honesty and that was just made me trust them more. Okay. How about a person that wants to be in an open relationship?
1: I, even though I respect the the capacity it takes to be in an open relationship i don't like doing it myself so i tell people i'm not interested no okay
0: fair fair someone not close to their family i'm not especially close to my family so i don't really care okay someone too close to their family
1: um i mean i don't want to have dinner with your parents every night but i think
0: i still think that's sweet (laughs) How about I need more info?
1: Sure, that's yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's
0: fair. <laughs> Like how how many times have we seen your mama though? Okay. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Someone who has been incarcerated. Oh, that, that doesn't bother me. Okay. A former addict. um that doesn't bother me.
1: I I I've been in, in relationships with former addicts.
0: Okay. Oh, you have? Okay. A Person who has formerly cheated. Yes,
1: I mean, I, I thought. Do you feel like people change?
0: I feel like in a
1: in a way people can change, but also I, I don't know. That that's a re- really interesting question.
0: But yes, mm-hmm.
2: okay. maybe I don't know.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, maybe. A bisexual person. You said yes. Yeah, yeah. That I have no qualms about that. Polyamorous person.
1: I don't think so. No, I can't. Okay. You tried it, right? It didn't work. Yeah, I tried it, didn't work. I'm, I, oh, you I have like it. monogamy. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can fuck, you know, other people. Yeah. Um, but I am still like,
0: your, your you're person. mine and I'm yours. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Got it. A different religion. Oh, like, Yeah, I have no issue with that. Okay. Makes less money than you. I'm, most definitely. I have no issue with that. <laughs> Makes more money. Than- I mean I have no issue that either. Yeah, I've been at both ends <laughs> of the spectrum, so it's like whatever. Okay, big one, transgender person.
1: Yes, I, I've been with transgender individuals before.
0: Oh, okay, I
2: have. Really? How was yeah. that? We have to talk about that next episode. Yeah. Um, I I feel like I'm just
1: very flexible when it comes to the different mm-hmm. sexual preferences, and yeah. I
0: you're fluid. So- you're malleable.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal for me.
0: I love it. How about a person with genital herpes?
1: Um, yes, I have, and, and we were really like, open about it, and mm-hmm. and I have as well. Yeah, as as long as someone is really open about like their sexual um you know seis, mm-hmm. I mean I've had them myself, and mm-hmm. not necessarily herpes, but like other things. No, no, so no, no. yeah, I've I tried to be as open and honest with with things as possible and, and so yeah. So I
0: would mean, you say the same for HIV? I've probably been
1: with somebody with herpes. I don't know if I necessarily would be with anybody with HIV but I, I mean as as long as you know you're taking care of yourself and you let me know about your your different diagnosis and if you're feeling any symptoms things like that. Okay so and, I'll put I'll put need more info. Sure that's perfect.
0: Okay. How about a stripper?
1: Uh, I mean i have no issue with that
0: i sex work is sex work sex is that's work. right that's right so an escort's cool too yeah that's fine okay speaks very little english okay hold up this is a very controversial question on our show angie so okay speaks very i didn't say none very little english
1: yeah i've had that happen plenty of times
0: boom Okay. Vic's mad.
2: She ain't going to act like it. Okay, she, I ain't mad. It's just for me.
0: She mad. Okay.
2: I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate um, that um, fucking
0: No, shit. Europeans
1: love me. Thank you. Me too, right? And listen, love I, me. I have slept with the uh, that entire continent and not knowing half the things they've said.
0: Boom. <laughs> love it. Um,
2: listen, I did great for you. Go ahead. It's not for me. She
0: can't do it. <laughs>
2: Hey, in Europe.
0: when you go they're going to love you victoria they don't see no,
1: it, they're, they're going to scream bella bella everywhere you go everywhere. and they're going be like, <laughs> like it even gonna be, yeah i'm attractive
0: <laughs> okay a person without a car
1: oh i i don't care me.
0: someone in the military
1: that is a yes i mean i i appreciate everybody in our who who s- serves our country yeah i think it's really admirable um but i also i i have certain feelings about the military especially that yeah. spending um you know different recruiting recruiting strategies
0: um so we'll say maybe Need more yeah maybe maybe a police officer mm. maybe maybe Maybe. A firefighter.
1: Yes, because, okay, I I know how municipalities are usually run, so yes, a firefighter is fine. Okay. A person who lives with their parents. Oh, that's that's totally okay. It it fucking sucks right now. Everywhere is expensive to live. If you live with your parents, parents, I totally get it. I would live with my mom if I could.
0: I live with them, okay? It's cool uh or their parents live with them
1: i you know i'm puerto rican we have like the big family court culture so if you live with your parents that's totally cool i'm gonna come over to your house i i expect to be like bfs with your mom yes
0: oh i didn't know you were puerto rican yeah i think i thought you were just uh mulatto i thought
1: yeah, it's it's my family history is very weird and complicated, but yeah, okay, I identify as like Latina.
0: Okay, um, a person okay. not living in the same city as you.
1: No, I can't. I don't mm-hmm. do long distance relationships anymore.
0: Nope, they're terrible. Okay. They hurt the heart. Um, a former sex worker, like prostitute or porn. I Yeah, I have no issue with that. Okay. Someone who doesn't drink alcohol.
1: Um. Yeah, I I have an issue when people usually like write that on like a Rumble profile. I'm just like, then like, I I want to drink with you. I'm not listening like I want to get drunk with you, but like mm-hmm. I like having a cocktail like on our first like initial meeting. So if mm-hmm. they don't, they say they don't drink or like they don't like you know smoke weed. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry. That's kind of just like how I unwind. Okay,
0: I'm just gonna put no. Um. A colleague.
1: I mean, I, I have dated coworkers in the past. So mm-hmm. no, I do. I
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay,
0: a professional athlete. Oh, there's so many professional athletes. I think are so hot. Right, but would you date them? Oh yeah, I would. Okay. Uh, a virgin. Well, oh, I think we talked about this.
1: Sure. I I date a virgin as long as they're open about, like you know, as long as they're teachable. Teachable. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then last one is a person abstaining from sex or celibate.
1: No, I can't do a celibate person. Okay.
0: All right. That was it. All right, cool. No, it was great.
2: Oh. So, yeah.
0: That was our show, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us. This was um this was full of information that was necessary to the masses, I feel, and um informative and full of fun hello and um we love you all and we thank you for joining us thank you Angie for enlightening and giving us you know just so much to think about
1: yeah it's my pleasure thank you for having me on
0: and you know as always we love you all and we thank you for listening you can Listen to Lifestyles of Love wherever you get your podcasts. We are streaming pretty much every Monday with new episodes. And um, if you ever have any commentary or you know you feel you feel type away, you can DM us. Um, I am your girl, Chris at Crystal with a K on IG and Facebook, and let us know where we can find you, Angie.
1: Yeah, you can find me at
2: andrea.tyrell at Instagram.
0: Perfect. Vic?
2: I am Vic underscore pistol.
0: Yes, that is on Instagram. And um, like I said, people, if you love the show, leave us a review and let us know. And um, we will be doing a part two. We will be following up with Angie on all kinds of things. Um in the coming episodes so stay tuned and we love you guys thank you bye bye see ya